the kid came out wrong. At least I think it did. I know newborns can look weird, but this one has a snout and ears that are just all wrong. I want to protect it from those government people that's been experimenting on me, but I have no idea how I would. If I take that thing home, it would be taken in seconds. I should just leave him here, but that, that would make me just as much of a monster as those monsters that put this baby inside me. Welcome to Creepy Critters, a podcast where me and a guest talk about cryptids. Today we're going to be talking about the pigman of Canock Chase. Uh, with me today to talk about this this pigman, Daniel Na. That'll do, pig. That'll do. I normally don't look too much into the people, uh, the things I put on the list. Like, I kind of just, like, you know, read, like, a couple sentences, see if I want to even cover them. Maybe, like, a paragraph. Um, I did not know that this, uh, that the one you chose is, like, a weird, uh, government conspiracy thing? I've seen him. So. So, yeah, so we're talking about the Pigman of Cannock Chase, which is a place in England. England, hmm. Yeah. Um, it's supposedly a place where, like, think of, like, the Roswell. Oh, okay. Of. I see. If I'm thinking right, let me see real quick. Yeah, it's basically kind of like, uh, an area that, a remote area. By remote, I mean, like, remote as you can be in, like, a small island. Not by small island, I mean small nation, considering. I'm in both. It uh, like a lot of uh, weird stuff supposedly comes from here, including like, like Doctor Who. Yes, like Doctor Who. It's just a guy that has like a pig head, basically. So like, there's not much for me to explain on how the dude looks. Uh, this mostly comes uh, the most of the things that I find interesting comes in the conspiracy slash internetness. Now, Jesse, uh, does this pig man, does he wear one of those old-timey helmets, or does he have, like, a more modern police cap? Uh, a, a more modern one. More modern oh, okay. One. It, it keeps up with the times. You know, mm, it, good. It, uh, you know, was, you know, documented as being, as a sighting, being sighted in 1993, so. And by documented, I mean an email was sent to someone with a website. <laughs> So, the best type of, uh... I mean, if you want to see him, can't you just go to Scotland Yard? Yeah, yeah, you can. You can. Turns out there's a lot of pigmen. Yeah. Some pig women, as well. It's, it's, it's the 90s. Women can also be pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Happy uh, International Women's Day, everyone. Yeah, I'm recording this on International Women's Day. Uh, yeah, so this is coming out. So, according to local legend, this creepy monster originated when uh, World War II had just recently ended, 
and British and American scientists join alliances to conduct a series of particular experiments. The tests went too far. Allegedly, they abducted a woman, hypnotized her, then impregnated her with an artificial human-pig DNA, uh, DNA seed. A.K.A. I guess some human sperm and pig sperm just kind of swirled around. Probably. Honestly, the CIA has done weirder shit. So, like, I buy it. Everyone, look up MK Ultra. Shit's wild. So, like a lot of it's actually true. Some of it's fake, but a lot of it's actually true. Like, there's actual like released documents about it. And one included. One included. Uh. I'm pretty sure this was in San Francisco, but basically there was a bunch of CIA agents that uh, set up like a prostitution ring where they would dose the men that the sex workers were uh, were having sex with with mm -hmm. uh, with LSD without knowing yeah. them. And it turned out it was just a bunch of dudes what just getting like a live sex show in front of them. Yeah, the CIA has done a lot of really weird and extremely unethical things. It's not just all torture, torture, torture. Sometimes it's weird LSD experiments. Sometimes, sometimes it's uh, sometimes it's releasing crack into urban environments. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's testing syphilis out on black people and seeing how that works out. Uh, so the scientists trying to make a super cop, yeah, yeah, <laughs> closely monitored the woman for ten months. They finally determined that the horrible test did not work. A year later, they were stunned to discover that her pregnancy was severely delayed. Well, that is... <laughs> so apparently apparently, this human pig pig sperm they squirted up inside was just like, hey, I'm just gonna hide out a little bit. For like two years, huh? Uh, yeah, pretty much two years. It, just, it was just hiding that cervix, just waiting. It's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. It's not how either pigs or humans work, but alrighty then. She bore a human baby who had the snout and a face of a pig. A science cop at birth. Yeah, no, we need we need to get we need to get away from these uh this this corporate uh what 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 corporate dystopia where people are assigned jobs at birth based off of their DNA. Speaking of speaking of uh, our inevitable future, so uh, I had the horrifying thought mm -hmm. that we might because like there's two ways, basically two major ways we're going to kill ourselves as a human race. That's almost inevitable. One of them's mm -hmm. going to be like uh, the corporations basically like fully take over. Okay. And climate change. What's probably yeah. going to happen is we're probably going to survive climate change enough for the corporate takeover, and then we're going to die. And that's Perfect. just the worst of both worlds. Yeah, it's Mad Max, except for you still have a boss. Man, that sucks. I know. And, like, it's going to happen. Like, and the thing is, is, like, the way the world's going, that's how it's going to happen. Much later, this, this creature retreated into the woods of... Uh, cannot chase to avoid the prejudicial uh, glances of human eyes. As we all know, cops are the most oppressed of peoples. I don't know if you guys could tell. Both of us are very anti-cop. A little bit. <laughs> all it all it is is just a, a way for white supremacy to keep in power. Yeah, but also like I I love I love this. It's like much later, this creature retreated into the woods. How much is much later? 
Well, you know, you're not legally independent till you're 18, so he had to wait till he could legally em- uh, em- emancipate himself. Well, like, because, I don't know, like, I would consider, like, a couple of months, months uh, much later. That would be impressive for uh, a, like, six-month-year-old to go crawl into the woods. <laughs> Although, at the same time, that ba- I would I would support that baby. <laughs> If it was just if it was just like fuck the world and then crawled into the the woods. I'm, a, I'm assuming he went to like primary school and he was like, "Hey, don't run in the hallways." And all the kids were like, "Shut up, you fucking narc, stupid pig, fuck the cops." And he's like, "I'm so oppressed." And then he beat up a minority and then uh, didn't receive any punishment because he's a cop, even though he's six. You know, you know, you know. Most cops, as a child, as children, were also awful. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, for decades, people have been uh, people have since been reported seeing a tall man with a, the head of a pig roaming around in the mysterious landscape. Also, according, no, I accidentally put in something else there. Think it okay. <clears throat> so here's some of the sightings. Okay, so Lee Brickle, a local, a local man, knows of this odd legend well, and he first heard about it in his school from from like a rhyme that I guess went around. After after at least a decade of research on this pig man, he finally wrote a book about it. Yeah, that was the exact rhyme. Which documents a lot of sightings of this humanoid. Um, once, uh, once an email was sent to him by a local couple that documented their encounter with the pig man. And here it is. Uh, I just have the original email. Can you read there. this in a British accent? No. I can read this as a recent transplant to England uh, who moved from Kentucky, though. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen something rather odd on Canock uh, uh, Chase that I think may be of interest to you. In October 1993, whilst walking around the castle ring, myself and the wife heard some strange noises coming from the surrounding trees. Thinking that it was likely some local couple elicited, uh, enjoying an illicit liaison, we quickly moved away from the noise and headed back in the direction of our car. So they're just horny. It's just like, go. Oh, someone's probably fucking in those bushes over yeah. there. They're like, oi, what's all this, man? <laughs> oi, what's going on over there? Me and the missus. Forget about it. <laughs> 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 Also, this is written in such a weird way. It feels like it's written well, it's from like the 1800s. English. Probably. That's just how the British talk. <laughs> Blimey. No. Oh, man. I was going to do another, like, I was going to do uh Irish thing there, but uh, I don't know. I can't do things. Upon reaching the steps down in the car park, I happened to turn around and lay my eyes on the strangest creature I've ever seen. 
That's uh, that's parking lot for the American listeners. This thing was seven foot tall. From the neck down, it looked like a man, even wearing clothes. But its head was way too big for a human, and it had an elongated face with a snout-like nose. Then I pointed it out to my wife. She became terrified. So we started walking more quickly towards our car and got inside. So they acted like a uh, a white couple out at night when they see a black person across the street. Yeah. Only it was a cop, so yeah. it was a good response. It was a good response there. Uh, then that's when we started to hear a really high-pitched grilling noise that sounded like a pig being killed. That really spooked us. <laughs> that's just how cops sound. <laughs> uh, have you ever came across anything like this before? Regards, John and Anne. Yeah, uh, I mean... That was a nothing story. Uh, yep. Others claimed also to see the creature, and they also scare, uh, shared the experience on the internet. Um, and here's the post there one night, roughly, uh, roughly around 2006, just a street, sheet in the street, <sighs> a sheet in the trees, uh, probably uh, about five of us. That's a tent for our American listeners. (laughs) Yes, yes. Uh, Every number is actually doubled when it's in uh, British numbers. (laughs) That's why why it's very weird. Some of these things I'm about to say. Mm. I I had a lift there by one of my mates. Uh, That meant he was in a elevator. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And mate is a friend. Yes. Uh, they all they all had to work Saturday, so we planned to go back early. Friday night, we were quite quite close to the uh, to the road. We had a fire burning for warmth and li- uh, for warmth and light. The police pulled up and told us to put it out. Of well, course, they, they already met the pig man. There we go. <laughs> story done. That was it. That was the whole story. Yeah, <laughs> me being uh, me being me told them no. They got in their cars and drove off. See, that's the difference between American police and uh, British police. They don't carry guns. Yeah. Uh, uh, this, this, the, the writer of this would be what the British would call a cheeky winker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was strange. That has never happened to me before. Maybe they did see your skin color that night. They're just like, what if, what if it was well, a black dude doing this? So next day, the lads went off to work. They were planning. That's the boys for you Americans. <laughs> uh, they were planning to come back and camp the night after uh, work. We decided to stay. I decided to stay on my own. Move all my stuff deeper into the forest as not to attract police attention again. I was there for about five hours on my own. I set up three tents. That means six. Put sheets on the tree. It it built a. Built a surround to stop the wind. Got all the firewood ready. It was a masterpiece. You know, you could have just said you set up some tits in the woods there, dude. You know, maybe edit your stuff a little bit more. I mean, they love putting unnecessary use and everything. You can't expect them to be brief. Two of my friends came for me and said uh, no one was up for stopping the night. I was pissed off. All this stuff was mine. About $600 worth. I mean, 600 pounds worth. There you go. Sorry. 
which is about 1200 <laughs> so, and i was just gonna leave it in the woods unattended wasn't happy that means he's mad for you american <laughs> listeners i was not easily frightened so i spent five hours alone in the forest that day with no fear i had about an 18 inch that means a 26 inch Razor sharp machete. He was carrying a small bronze, a, a, a basically a, a hand and a half sword. Yeah. Um, I know this. I know it sounds a bit sinister, but we're all responsible adults here, and you never know when you might need one. So, wait. Why would you need to add that you're all responsible adults to justify having a sword? Like, you could have just said you never know if you need one. I don't know. He's just saying he's not one of them hooligan youths out there having a cheeky wank in the woods with his sword. <laughs> cheeky wank in the woods with a sword sounds very nice. And, uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> sounds very nice and fun. And everyone should have a cheeky wake in the woods with a sword. Well, there you go. You heard it here first. <laughs> yep. So that night I rang everyone I knew to come, uh, come back with me so my stuff wasn't left. No one wanted to. So I decided that I'm doing it. I'm going to camp there on my own. I got a book I was reading and I, uh, and I went. I pulled up in my car where originally see the US UFO. The UFO wasn't even mentioned before, but apparently that was a thing. <laughs> I walked and said, uh, I walked casually across the road. There's a tall bush that you had to walk through to get on the path. I suddenly clicked and said to myself, you're on your own now. Be a bit wise and cautious. <laughs> you know, whenever you have to uh, give yourself a pep talk. Mm-hmm. Before you walk in the woods alone with your broadsword, I slowly move. So I stopped in the center of this large bush and lit a fag. Uh, that's cigarette, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you know, not what uh, Mike Pence would like to do at any moment. No. no. I listened and heard the movement. I went and slowly moved out of the bush and round, expecting to see a big deer. Instead, around 200 yards away from me, I was looking down a hill. I saw a white figure on all fours. It looked like it was sniffing around on the ground as a dog would, if you're walking down a street covered in lampposts. I thought, first I thought, uh, thought it's the warden. He found the stuff I, um, and is looking for us with his dog. But the sound it was making sounded more like a pig sniffing. So I thought it was a large boar. Was the right color to be a pig? Hmm. Uh, I watched around 30 seconds, looking determined. When it stopped dead. Didn't move. I knew it now. Now knew I was there. I froze. Took a hold of my machete. And waited. The thing stood on its back legs. It was massive. I'm 6'3", and this thing was at least 7 foot tall. It ran at me full speed up the hill, as a person would run, squealing like a banshee. You would hear in a horror a film, crossed with a pig. 
I ran like a bitch. I got into my car and drove off without looking back. I've never been so scared in my life. I have been back since, but never on my own. Funny thing is, I never heard of anyone uh, knowing or any other proof in- until last year. Can't believe that I'm the only one to see this. Typically, I see something after two years of trying uh, when I was on my own. I have proof of lights in the tree, two, and I have two other witnesses of that, but I have no proof of the pygmy and other... Uh, other than believe me or not. One other thing I missed about the first time, we were, uh, as we were riding our bikes, the lights, each of us felt a massive temperature drop. So I guess this was just in the middle of like a UFO post. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, that's pretty much the pig man. Yeah. I mean, it just sounds like a cop to me. Yeah, so, like, it's just, uh, it's just a man with a pig head. Two of my favorite things are making fun of cops and making fun of the English, so this episode's been very good for me. <laughs> yes, it's it's really good. It's it's very good, and, um, I don't know, I guess it's good to get some, like, weird conspiracy slash UFO stuff from the UK instead of uh, from America, where a lot of it comes from. Yeah. Well, it's because America's so big. It's got all sorts of things we don't know about. Yep. UK is real tiny and got Doctor Who. Yep. He's he's like a UFO. A she now. She. Oh, yeah. Uh, because those SJW cucks decided to ruin my Absolutely, childhood. Yeah. Destroyed it. <laughs> How am I supposed so- to jerk off to Doctor Who now? <laughs> Uh, so, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say about this thing. It's just another, like, one of those, like, sightings things that mean almost nothing. Yeah. Yeah. The the image of a uh, presumably naked pig man running up, or on all fours and then standing up and running up the hill at you is very good in my head, though. I did enjoy that. Yeah. I don't know. I, c- I could probably get into it. Yeah. Depends on how muscly he was. Like, I'd yeah. be like a nice lean, like a nice lean muscle. I'd be like probably into it. No, I think I'd I'd need him to be a little beefy. See, I don't know. I go back and forth. I go back and forth. Like, I like I say I don't like a lot of like super beefy people, but then like I see some beefy people, just like I can get into that. Mm. So I don't know. Maybe it's just a person to person basis. Mm. Like, and, and I, I also because he's got a pig head, so I feel like if he's lean, that'd look weird. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think you'd want. I think you'd want the body to kind of be in proportion to the head. Yeah. You don't want to like a Charlie Kirk situation where like. <laughs> <laughs> so he's doing he's run up the hill to debate him about feminism. Well, I mean, first you have to first you have to get through the blockade he made with people in uh in diapers saying how like socialism sucks. <laughs> Uh, did you hear about uh, did you hear about that turning point UK thing Uh, no so basically uh, Charlie Kirk uh, announced that they're doing a turning point UK Mm -hmm. thing Uh, so if you don't know what turning point is it's basically um, 
a conservative. It's like a PR social media thing to like draw in young people to conservatism. Yeah, it's like it's like it, like it it goes off. It's based off of Charlie Kirk saying, "By the way, who never went to college?" <laughs> I would have say this, uh, saying that colleges are indoctrinating uh, young people into becoming socialists, um, which is only partially true. Because it turns out when you become more educated, you realize that uh, capitalism is bullshit and yeah. causes human misery. This but, is also like heavily, heavily funded by like a couple of millionaires. No, it's literally, it's literally funded by the Koch brothers. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that happened is like, okay, we're making Turning Point UK, so they're trying to, you know, yeah. get rid of them uh, liberal cuck soy boys. All them cheeky cunts. Yes. What happened? Mm-hmm. is uh they posted like one tweet being like porn turning point uk but then a bunch of like copycat <laughs> twitter accounts popped up and the Great. thing is is no one knows what the true one is oh nice they're gonna get that blue check mark huh <laughs> yeah they did get the blue check mark so like there's like really good there's really good threads of just like people going back and forth being like no you're fake Stop being <laughs> it just like a liberal to do that stuff, and uh, eventually they just give up. Nice, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. But also, if you don't know who Charlie Kirk is, just imagine someone with a really big head but a tiny face, little baby boy. No, you think you think he'd want to uh, stimulate the economy with the money he's making, um, instead of uh, picking back, pick, uh, backing off of. Someone else's wealth. Well, Jesse, what do you think buying all those diapers did? It's called creating jobs, Jesse. So, yeah, so we're on to my second favorite segment of this show. Can they get it? Mmm. Basically, we're gonna, uh, basically, does this pig man, can they get it? The answer's no, because I don't fuck cops. Yep. And don't (laughs) fuck cops, people. Do, do, fuck do the, the police, little... but don't fuck the police. No, no, yeah, yeah. Fuck the police, not fuck the police. No, you gotta yeah. go level it out. Okay, yeah. It's fuck the police, but don't fuck the police. Like that? Yes, yes, exactly like that. So, so now we're to my favorite segment of the show. Make it sexy, slash make it YA, slash just make a story. Mm, all right, we gotta Set. rebrand this cop and make him appealing to the youth, all right. Yeah, yeah, we're we're gonna make a story of some sort to make these appealing to the youth. So. All right, so first, we, we got a big hurdle to get over first, which is that he is a cop, so we gotta figure out how to get around that. Um, I think the way you do it mm-hmm. is... Hmm... The way you do it. Now, what if is you what make if it an ex-cop? You make it ex-cop. an ex-cop. Okay, ex-cop. Yeah. What? What if he eats other cops? Oh, he's like a Dexter. Yeah. Like, like. Okay, okay. So this is a cop that mm-hmm. kills other cops that are bad. So basically, he's doing the thing that other cops should do and get rid of the bad cops so we can have good ones. Yeah. He also instead does instead of just up. holding up the uh, instead of just holding up white supremacy. Yeah. Um. 
pretty much constantly and whenever like someone bad happens you defend them because yep because you know brotherhood and stuff but you know i don't think good people protect bad people yeah. just because they're in the same pos- uh, profession as them but you know it's whatever okay yeah so he's like he's like a serial killer sl- it's like dexter meets hannibal meets uh, any number of cop shows. There's a lot. Which, I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite here. I fucking love cop shows. I don't know what it is about them. They're so, <laughs> like... If you just say, like, hey, there's a cop. Mm-hmm. That is... There's a cop that is has a weird partner, or what if a cop was in the future, or what if whatever. <laughs> so many of those I just like. Mm. I, I I can't tell you why. I just, uh, I love me a procedural. Yeah, that's fair. You know, it's, it's, uh, like, uh, like, I loved, um, what was it called? Had Keith Urban? No idea. Carl Urban, I mean. Um, Being that Human. That makes a bit more sense. Oh, Being yeah. Human, okay. Being Human. Yeah, Being that Human. Was a, that was a cop thing? That was a cop thing. Huh. That's the one with like werewolves and everything, right? No, no, I'm thinking of another one. Almost human. That was okay. It. Okay, that human. makes more sense. Almost. See, that will will. So, being human. No, being human was the werewolf stuff. Almost human is a good name for a cop show because it's accurate. Well, well, it was set in the future. It was set in the future oh, where like okay. everyone were were like half the police force would be like an android. Basically, like a highly advanced android, so they would have the android there that would basically like process information and like be able to do the stuff that like humans can't do. Mm -hmm. But then they would have like the human there to do the human things, basically, like the decision making off of like the morally gray stuff and whatnot. Right. And it was actually a pretty good show that got like the. Of course, it was written by Fox, so it got shit canned immediately because it was a good show on Fox. Yep. Um, they also played all the episodes out of order, which mean it made no sense, yep. which meant that it got shit canned even quicker. Fox does love to do that, huh? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then, uh, I liked Castle a lot. Uh, I also liked, I liked Dexter for like three ep- seasons and then they had that judge episode. No, I liked it for three seasons and then they had like a gap season that was like kind of bad but then they got to a good one sure i don't know i like cop shows but i hate cops yeah i guess you can like art that is antithetical to your views so in in this cop show we're making so he's like he's probably like assigned the case of the cannibal cop killer and his partner's like the good cop that wants to just catch the bad guy and so they're doing this, like, cat and mouse thing with the, the good cop. Oh, sorry, listeners, you can't see. I'm doing heavy quotation marks when I say good. <laughs> yes. uh, doesn't know his partner's actually the cannibal cop killer. The cannibal cop killer's, you know, going out and killing cops every night and eating them. And they're like, my God, he ate another cop. And, and by, like, eating the cops are, like, all of it. Like, bones and all. Like, there's no evidence. That's good. <laughs> yes. there's, there's no, like, That's why they can't body. get him. There's no evidence. Yeah. They're there's like, no we can't get the forensics. Like, like, there's, like, blood and stuff, but there's no body. So, like, yeah. all they have is this, like, well, like, what's happening? 
and it turns out he's just crapping out cops. <laughs> it's being flushed down the drain. Yeah. Uh, like where would well? So would we want to set it? So what I'm imagining? Okay, first off, it has to be set in the UK. Yes. Oh, you know what? You know what? Let's make it a really fucked up Luther. Okay. Another good cop show. Yeah. About a cop that's bad, but is actually really rad because it's Il- Ildris Alba, who is very hot. Yeah, I did watch a couple seasons of that. That was pretty good. Um, so I might actually watch that after I get done. It's still on Netflix. Um, so yeah, let's imagine like, oh no, no, even better. Okay, even better. Okay, yeah. Okay, not a good cop, but okay. a out and out bad cop oh. is partnered up with a cannibal yeah. cop, which is that's what the it's called. By the way, it's called Cannibal Cop. Okay. <laughs> uh, so they're partnered up together, and like you get to see all this like shady stuff happening, and like he realizes, Cannibal Cop realizes mm. he can't just kill and eat his partner, all of it, including the bones. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because like it would probably be that's, like, that's actually the tagline of the show. It's Cannibal Cop. He eats cops. All of them, even the bones. Uh, so they eat. So he can't just eat his partner because, like, he would probably be like that'd be too suspicious. It'd be a little too like he wouldn't necessarily be like like immediately blamed for it, mm-hmm. but like he would definitely be questioned. Okay, and maybe you have like a good cop that okay. like teams up. It like maybe like the first season is just most like him trying to find a way to kill his partner and eat him. Okay, bones at all. Yep, bones at uh, all. With uh, in a way that would make it not suspicious on him. Yeah. And yep. then he realized he realized the way to do it was to set up like like maybe like a fake drug bust. Mm. Or or even better, uh, set up a, a set up a thing where. They would plant evidence, yeah, to like basically get some to to pin like a the major crime, right, on the cannibal cop, yeah. No, by back they don't know it's a cannibal cop, right? And right, right, uh, right. maybe he gets caught by like the good cop, quote unquote, uh-huh. and then it's just like, well, you're the cannibal cop, and you've I'm been eating just, cops, bones and all, bones and all. It's just like, yeah, you caught me. No, I'm gonna have to eat you. It's just like, no, no, let me help. Yeah, that's definitely the season finale. Is <laughs> the good cop discovering uh, the cannibal cop who eats cops, bones, and all? <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and uh, then it becomes like a uh, season five of Dexter, four of Dexter, five, five, season five of Dexter. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. I want this to be like like very gritty because like have mm-hmm. you ever watched any of the British cop shows? Just Luther. Um. Well, there's also like Broadchurch and stuff like that, but like they get like really dark. Okay. <laughs> like I want it to be like real dark and gritty, and there needs to be at least a few scenes of like Cannibal Cop just like straight up just like chopping through like <laughs> like characters that were introduced at the beginning of the like episode oh, or no. something. Oh no, he eats everybody in real time. That is the majority of every episode is him eating. <laughs> oh, oh, even better. Even better. Um, I think sometimes mm-hmm. just to put in the Hannibal uh, uh, 
side of oh, this. Oh, he cooks some of them? He cooks he cooks some of them and feeds them to his fellow cops. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. And then all of them turn into cannibal cops, but they don't know it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Alright, who are we thinking for casting? Um, so... Uh, this is, this is, uh, my fantasy, so I can have anyone I want. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'm just gonna say, I want to see Ildris Alba hunt down and kill a bad cop, chop through his bones, maybe, like, make, like... Oh, okay, so you're seeing Idris as the cannibal cop, okay. Yeah, Ildris, yeah, and he just chows down on some people. Like, like, he'll cook, like, a dude's leg, just, like, over, like, open fire and stuff, and yeah. just, like, dig into it like a turkey yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm feeling someone like younger for his uh, the bad cop partner. I'm thinking maybe Dave Franco. I feel like Ooh. he's got kind of the energy I'm feeling for that. See, yeah, Dave. Well, no, okay. Wait, if we're going with bad cop, I feel like the good cop at the end that teams mm-hmm. up should be the young should be a young guy. Should be the younger. Okay, yeah. Or or, All right. or by young guy, I mean like a young like woman. Yeah. Sure. Yes. Um. I don't know a lot of. Uh, I'm I'm blanking. I'm literally blanking on an every female actress except for Margot Robbie right now, and I don't know if that's <laughs> See, the energy no, we need for this. But no, I don't think we need that energy. The mm. woman who plays Effie in the UK skins. Don't watch that, but I will take your word on it. What if you if you want some like primo like if you want some primo like drama like raunchy like. Uh, teen drama like that's good it's some good shit i'm looking at her now yeah she would work for sure yeah that's what i'm thinking um i'm thinking like she would probably be uh a a good cop at the end you know what maybe she is like kind of following him around being like like maybe he left like one piece of evidence Mm -hmm. like one piece and she picks it up one bone that he didn't (laughs) eat yeah yeah one (laughs) one bone he didn't eat (laughs) um and you know what? That's the bone of her father. But but she was gonna kill her father, who was the chief of police, who was oh, the shit. bad guy. Yes. We don't learn any of this until like the finale. <laughs> it's, it's just twist on twist on twist. Well, she, well, yeah, she pulls think, out I the bone what? and she's like, "I've been hunting you this whole time. You know why? Because this belonged to my father." But it's like, "But my father was the chief of police. I was gonna kill him anyway." <laughs> no. I'm gonna help you now. <laughs> No, I feel no. I feel like what would uh, what would happen mm-hmm. is like maybe like the first episode you get like hey the chief of police died mm-hmm. or something and uh, and like you get introduced to her like maybe she like is just she just became like a detective yeah 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 absolutely um she like yeah, she just it opens with the funeral but it's an empty casket and someone's like that bastard he ate him bones and all <laughs> bones and all. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and, and like you kind of just build up from there mm-hmm. and uh you know what, who i think would be a good chief of police who? rupert grint oh yes except you'd have to age him up though <laughs> uh, we, yeah we can give him some prosthetics it's fine yes um so who who would be some of the bad cops that he eats bone at all like they'd have to do like sure. Some well, I think one would be running like maybe like a drug ring, or maybe mm-hmm. is like working with a drug ring. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like maybe like the drug dealers are providing like some of like the lower level drug dealers, like making them seem like bigger deals. Yeah, 
So like they or, get yeah, out. Yeah, he he boss and he skims off the top to like for his personal use and selling as well. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think one of those, and then one of them maybe is just like I think you'd have to do like all the like the major crimes and maybe like right, yeah they they'd be like involved like maybe one would be involved in like a list i don't want to say the words but bad pornography because mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> i don't want to bring that energy yeah. into this uh this pitch some of them are where we talk about yeah. cannibalizing cops some of them are definitely like mobbed up uh with yeah. the mob yeah and uh one of them is like uh is is working with arm dealers and whatnot mm, yeah also, this is obviously a smash hit runaway success, so they get a lot of celebrity cameos as these cops, these one-off cops that he gets to eat. Patrick it's, Stewart? Patrick Stewart shows oh up Oh my god, one. that would be incredible! <laughs> Are you kidding me? Oh, that'd be so good! And, like, he's gonna be, like, the worst one as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Because he plays a really- like, have you watched Green Room? No. He plays a really good white supremacist- like leader in that. I I do remember seeing that on Netflix now. I didn't watch it, but I did not realize he was on the Nazi side of things. Yeah, <laughs> right. no. It, it's it's just like it's just like uh basically Nazi punks. Yeah. And like just some other punks just like being harassed by Nazi punks. It's just like in Oregon. I, I am deeply into uh Patrick Stewart as a cop who's secretly a Nazi and collects like World War II memorabilia. Well, see that that's a th- the thing with a lot of like older British men. Apparently, is like some of them are just Nazis. That doesn't surprise me. No, that doesn't surprise me either. Um, so I think in conclusion, uh, I think there should be at least one cop out there that gets rid of bad cops by eating them, bones and all. Yeah, bones and all. <laughs> bones and all. Um, is there anything else you have to say before we get to plugs? Um, no, just don't trust cops. So, uh, yeah, so do your plugs. Right, well, uh, I have a podcast called OK Crusader, which can be found, uh, really anywhere you'd search for a podcast. If you search OK Crusader, just one word, uh, it should come up. It's a podcast where I get guests, such as Jesse, who has been on several episodes, uh, we, I get guests on, and we go through random characters from the Marvel unofficial fan wiki, and we rate how dateable they are, and it gets real weird, often. Um, so check that out if that sounds interesting. I also run a second podcast called Audiomorphs, which can be found at audiomorphs.podbean.com, or by searching Audiomorphs wherever you would search for a podcast. And this is one where I take the young adult sci-fi series, Animorphs, and I just read it out loud, uh, one chapter at a time, and make illegal audiobooks. Yep. If you, if you, if you wanna get, get, uh, go against the cops... Yeah. <laughs> you should listen to his illegal audiobook he has. If you hate cops and you hate reading, but you love young adult sci-fi. <laughs> um, yeah, I have another podcast called uh, Alphabet Flight, where I talk about Marvel characters three times a week with a guest or two. Um, I did the math recently. By the time I get finished with the volumes I have right now of the official handbook of the Marvel universe i will be doing 596 episodes that's impressive <laughs> um i still have a long time <laughs> so, so much we'll give or take a few i might have miscounted uh, uh, a little bit but 
but yeah, so listen to that if you want to hear about some Marvel stuff. Um, I also have a podcast within this podcast where I talk about SPCs, um, and it comes out the week after I do these episodes, so every other week. If you'd like to see my little cryptid, you can go to at Marvelous Mooch on Instagram, and uh, the Twitter is at SeaCrittersPod. And, uh, you know, you might have heard us talk about how cops are bad. And you think, hey, my dad or mom is a cop. And uh, I just would like to say, your parents are also bad. Fuck cops. Bye. Bones and all.